my dudes, my name is Tiffany. Welcome to Internet Analysis, a series where I analyze things from the internet. I've been doing this sort of mini series within the series where I have been trying to explore how social media can impact our body image and self-esteem. So far I've discussed Facetune, filters, and today I want to touch on cosmetic procedures and how they are often advertised on social media. It is so common to see videos and photos of various cosmetic procedures from fillers to laser hair removal, dental work, and plastic surgery. Though social media platforms were designed for community, a place to share fun moments with friends, they've become a marketplace for advertisers to reach women seeking out that perfect look. Of course, if you're interested in these procedures and you're researching, watching other people's videos about their experiences can be very helpful. But I think that these videos and pictures, whether or not they're sponsored in any way, definitely promote these services. You may not at all be interested in a procedure or even know that it exists, but somehow you can stumble upon something and then suddenly you're knee deep in before and after transformations wondering, is this worth it? Do I need this? So in my last video about filters, I used a clip from an episode of MTV True Life. And a few days later, I got a message from someone who was in that episode asking if I would like to discuss this topic with them. This is Alana Arbucci, a 21-year-old YouTuber. Generally, she makes lifestyle content, and she's been very open about her experiences with cosmetic procedures. In fact, they're some of her most viewed videos. So in these videos, I usually take a topic I'm interested in, I want to research about, learn about, and share some of my opinions, but generally I just want to open the discussion. But for this video, I have never gotten any procedures and I've never really been interested in any of these. So I think it would be a lot more interesting if I included the perspectives of someone who actually has gotten a few of these procedures. And she also has the perspective from the side of an influencer. So I hope you guys don't mind this slight change in format and enjoy me being a somewhat awkward interviewer. So which procedures have you had done? So I've had a non-surgical nose job, a cheek filler, lip filler, and a breast augmentation. So in getting your procedures, were you generally kind of looking for a more natural look or did you want something that was more obvious? Yeah, I definitely think with filler you can go overboard, but I was definitely trying to make it look natural, which I think I achieved because looking at me, I don't think you would be like, huh. She's had things done. Yeah, even with my boobs, I wanted to just look like I was wearing a push-up bra. I didn't want to look crazy. And right. I feel like it, it's a pretty natural look. I don't know. You Give know? us a big thumbs up. Yeah, what do you guys think? Do you think her boobs look natural? <laughs> so I've seen that sometimes influencers can get services in exchange for making a video, and you were telling me that that's been your experience somewhat? Yeah, so the first thing I did, the non-surgical, I paid for. After I did that video, I actually asked them if I could film it and post it for my channel, because I thought, oh, this would be interesting. So they were like, oh my god, yeah, we really appreciate that, because, you know, it's advertisement for their company. So then they offered... Um, a complimentary treatment. They gave me a few options. I chose to do my lips because that was something I was always curious about and I was like, mm, why not try it? From then on, it's been do a video, do a treatment, you know. Just as with any other product or service, people want to make money. And obviously, influencer marketing is huge right now. I think that it's extremely successful. So now we're seeing a lot of medical spas or specific doctors or nurses approaching influencers and creating this kind of exchange. We'll give you a service if you make a video about it or post something on Instagram about it. Of course, we don't know the full specifics of the business deals, but you could get anything from a partial payment to fully covered, perhaps get commission for people that you refer for a service. 
or of course, people could be getting paid in addition to getting free services. Another related thing that I find really interesting is just the fact that there are so many cosmetic doctors who advertise themselves on Instagram, which makes sense because almost any professional or business needs an Instagram. You need to promote yourself. To work in this industry in Beverly Hills, it's 100% essential to be on social media. But I just think it's like a fascinating concept, especially when you see that the doctor's own appearance is part of their brand. Like a good looking doctor can attract more clients because people trust you more. I got you, girl. Okay. You look good. I know you got me, girl. <laughs> I was telling Joanna, I was like, you can't, you gotta go to someone who looks good, you know what I'm saying? Because if they don't look good, then I'm not gonna look good. Anyway, back to the interview. I think that in general, like, plastic surgery and cosmetic procedures are kind of things that people sometimes want to hide or not be 100% honest about. Yeah. We say that a lot with, like, celebrities or other influencers. Like, people don't usually want to come out and say, like, hey, I got my face done or I got this done. Yeah. Um, do you think that if you hadn't been doing these things for videos that you would have been as open about it still? If like I, if, if you had paid for it yourself, would you still want to be like talking about it as openly? Yeah. As long as I have a channel, even if I am paying for something, I want to tell people about it. Because even in college, we had a class where we were talking about celebrities and when they get things done, we were talking about how they kind of have a responsibility to be honest, even though a lot of them aren't, I feel right. like I have to be honest because right. I don't want anyone to look at me and be like, why can't I look like that, you know? Even though I don't think I've really done anything that it's not net, like attainable, like some people have this size boob, some people have a straight nose. Do you know what I mean? Or not even sure. people could make their own assumptions, be like, oh, she clearly got her nose job yeah. or she got this and that. And you can go, actually, it's just filler, blah, blah, right. blah. Yeah. I guess it is good to kind of set the story, especially as like somewhat of an internet figure, you know? Mm -hmm. If you tell people about it first, then yeah, you don't There's have to hide it. There's spread about, yeah. There are no rumors, it's, and yeah, if it's something that you don't even consider to be a big deal, why would you want to go about yeah. hiding it? Yeah, I think that a lot of the reason why people do hide it is because once you tell someone that you don't actually look like that, and that anyone could look like that if they have this surgery, it takes kind of the power away from it. Because mm -hmm. people look up to all these people like, oh my god, this is their body and they're just so gorgeous. And But if you're like, it's just surgery. It levels the playing field for yeah. them. Like, I mean, yeah, people want to know. Yeah. If it's a combination of, you know, surgery or different procedures plus money yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, and maybe some editing, like then people are like, okay, well now I can yeah. understand. And I don't feel so bad about myself. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say the worst thing about filming a video like this with someone is that the whole time I thought that I looked like the girls from Girl Defined, like, mm-hmm, yeah, totally, mm-hmm. So, I apologize. <laughs> Don't forget, these procedures are pricey. These are the average costs of fillers, Botox, laser hair removal, and other common cosmetic procedures. The real kicker here is that you don't just pay the one-time fee. These are services that you have to maintain. So every few months to a year, you'll probably have to go back and get the service redone. So I think when it comes to these procedures, like obviously affordability is a big issue because to me, it seems like these procedures can almost be like a sign of wealth, yeah. especially when, when you're on Instagram and you see like influencers who have like, you know, they have the Instagram lips. I don't want to call them that, but like, it's almost it's like a status symbol. Yeah. So I think that like, you have to consider the fact that there are people who can't afford these procedures and the people who do can almost like, I don't know. It's like, it's almost like wearing 
expensive designer clothing like you get to wear like a symbol of wealth like on your body or on your face Mm -hmm. I think I lost my train of thought while I was asking this question but basically I was just thinking like in my most pessimistic view of this I was just thinking about the concept like because of money obviously it creates like a chasm like a true palpable physical difference between people with the difference in wealth and accessibility to these kind of procedures that keep people looking young, looking flawless, perfect skin. It's like when we look at celebrities and we're like, how does JLo look good at her age? And it's like, money? If you hadn't gotten these procedures in exchange for a video, like, would you have been able to afford them and would you have wanted them? I don't think that I would have gotten them if they weren't complimentary because I've never like looked in the mirror and be like, I want lip filler and I'm going to pay $750. Like it's never been something that I wanted so desperately that right. I would actually pay that much money. Especially that price. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And it's, you're paying for something that's going to last a few months. Like the nose was something that I think it was like two years for my birthday present. Like that's what I right. did. You yeah. know, I don't know if I would have kept doing it every single year, 850 now 1,500. Like, I don't know. I would have just been like, whatever it is, what it is. Your videos did really well, like in terms of views. So like, What's your experience been with like those types of videos? My most viewed video is about my skincare, how I don't wash my face. And that's how I found her channel, (laughs) like literally months ago. Those are not like the main focus of my channel. And I don't want that to be the main focus of me or, you know, what I represent. But yeah, people are curious about them. And I feel like if you watch my video and you had never heard of a non-surgical, if you're not the type of person that would change your appearance in an invasive way, you're not going to be like, let me do this. You know what I mean? It has to be kind of in you that -hmm. you are willing to do procedures. I kind of ask myself like, is it healthier for people watching me for me to introduce these things or to just like not say anything? You know what I mean? Right. Admit that like you've had it done and that it's an option. And I will say like, I I would definitely prefer, like not personally, but in general, I think that these procedures are a lot more safe and because they're like temporary, these fillers, you know, the um, dissolvable ones. Yeah. I would rather people go and maybe see if they can fix, fix, or make their nose into whatever they want it to be with this type of filler than go and get a nose job and maybe need to get multiple nose jobs to fix that one, you know? And I think a lot more people are open to that because it doesn't seem as scary. Yeah. And it's not as invasive. So while Alana was at my apartment, we actually recorded like 40 minutes of footage. So I'm gonna put the rest of our conversation, which is casual and chatty, on my vlog channel if any of you are interested in hearing the whole thing. So now I wanna take a step back because this video has kind of become a mind fuck for me in the past few weeks. Usually it only takes me like a week to research, film, and edit these videos. But this one, I just kept going back and forth and getting kind of confused about what I wanted it to be about. Originally, I was going to discuss actual plastic surgery, but in my research, I became a lot more interested in these less invasive cosmetic procedures as well as the fact that plastic surgery is getting less popular, people are getting less of those procedures, and these cosmetic, less invasive procedures are rising in popularity. So obviously it's clear that a lot of people are kind of trading that more permanent invasive method for this temporary and less risky kind of procedure. But anyway, I think a lot of you wanted to know my perspective on plastic surgery and wanted to know the tea, and I've tried to figure out what I think about this. 
Is it good or is it bad? But I have the curse of looking at both sides of the issue, which I think is a good thing, but it makes it a little bit hard to be decisive in something like this. I don't think that these procedures are all good or all bad. I think they are both often. Of course, my personal opinion is different, as in would I personally be interested in these procedures? or am I for them or against them? I don't think I really have much to say though because I haven't tried them. I haven't been interested in them, but who's to say in the future that I won't be? Maybe I will, maybe I'll love them, who knows? I get so lost in my own thoughts. Basically in talking with Alana and watching quite a few videos of people's experiences with different procedures on YouTube and stuff, I've come to the realization that, that this isn't so much about the actual physical elements, as cliche as it sounds, but it's really about confidence and self-esteem. So people may get these services because they want to look a little bit better, but it should be known that getting any of these procedures or even getting extreme plastic surgeries definitely are not guaranteed to fix any self-esteem issues or insecurities that anyone has. If you have major insecurities or deep self-esteem issues, those will only take time and work to heal. No procedure is ever going to fix that. But on the other hand, there are instances where people do get a rather simple procedure that actually can make a huge difference in their life and be life-changing. I realize that that kind of sounds like it contradicts what I just said, but I think there's a difference between being insecure about one feature, something that's changeable, and just generally being insecure in yourself and your body overall. Because again, something small can be fixed and maybe that would make a person completely 100% confident. And then somebody else who is just completely insecure could literally look perfect, but that insecurity would still be there. So I feel like that's the difference. I feel like self-esteem and body image are obviously so complicated and so deeply personal that who would I be to say that just everyone should never get a procedure because you're better off natural? I can't be the one to say that. None of us could say that and know that that's true for everyone. Who am I to say that someone shouldn't get a procedure that will help them be a little bit more confident and a little bit happier in their life? Anyway, on a final note, my last thoughts about cosmetic procedures are that I don't think this is just a trend. Yes, trends influence which procedures people get and, and what type of like style procedure they want, you know, the lips. Currently, a certain type of lip may be popular, but that may go away in the future or change. Any of these are malleable. Cosmetic procedures, just like anything else in the general beauty realm, Skincare, all of the things that we do to maintain or help our appearances, they're popular, they're gonna stick around. And these cosmetic procedures may contribute to or be part of the beauty standards of any given time. But again, that's something else that's not gonna change and it's just one small cog in the machine of all the elements that come together to influence what we think we should look like or the insecurities we have or even the confidence that we have. Getting a cosmetic procedure probably won't change your life, but if you can afford it and you've done your research, go ahead. Injectables have become so common and in their mind, it's a very easy thing to have done. I think they're kind of comparing it to say a hair salon appointment or getting a facial and it's really not the same thing. It's, it's a medical procedure and it needs to be treated that way.
All I know is I've been researching and thinking about and reading about and mulling over and filming these videos and editing them and refilming them for so long that I just can't think about this topic anymore. So I hope you guys enjoyed this little mini series about self-esteem and social media and body image and some of the things that we do to change or manipulate our appearance in real life or online. I'm gonna continue with the internet analysis videos, but my next videos are going to be about very different topics, so stay tuned. If you liked this video, please subscribe. I think we're somewhere near 160,000 subscribers, which is absolutely incredible. So thank you guys so much for watching. And if you would like to follow me on Instagram for some mediocre pics, you can go there. Also, we made a video for Alana's channel about a completely different topic. We were basically discussing what it's like to take time off of college or not go to college and how there are so many different things that you could do with your life. So if you'd like to watch that, check out her channel. That is all. Okay, thanks, bye.